I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast, episode 233. I'm here tonight with Ebenezer Schneiderman. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> uh, Dave Gregg. Hello. We got Kyle Wagner. Hey, guys. Glad to be back. And David Dull. Hello. Hey. All right. And a really cool fake so, voice. Um, <laughs> so we also have uh, new chairs courtesy of our Patreon peeps. Thanks for helping us out, guys. These are very comfortable. What do you think, guys? An upgrade, maybe? Yep. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. My butt feels great. It's mm. fucking sock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. So <laughs> you can sit on the fucking ground then, dude. <laughs> yeah, so so thanks to you guys. That's that's really awesome. So number one this week is Bolton was fired. Oh, shit, dude. Hallelujah. Who's Bolton? John Michael? Michael Bolton. <laughs> John Michael Bolton. He was the national security advisor or Trump's national security advisor. That was, I think, his official title. Right. But he's a uh, longtime neoconservative operative and uh, major hawk. You know, he was driving for um, war with basically uh, Iran, Syria. Um, not sure where else, but th- I know those two for sure. He just... You know, he's always been a very aggressive, hawkish guy, and he was advising Trump to go to war. So um, they had a falling out. Um, I don't know if it was ideological with him being too hawkish for Trump. I mean, Trump had to know what the guy was like before he hired him. So you would think that makes me think it was. Did he though? (laughs) That makes me think it was over a personal thing. I did hear that. There were accusations that Bolton was leaking insider information to the media, Oof. which if Trump got wind of that, that could have led to his firing. But, uh, you know, the way they put it was he Trump asked for his resignation and he gave it. So to me, that's as good as being fired. But uh, yeah, li- libertarians are celebrating because this guy is, you know, definitely very pro-war. Back. Well, let's I mean, let's see who they get to fill his role. You know, True. Before we start celebrating, um, I mean, yeah, it's certainly good that John Bolton is out because, like you said, he just has a history of very hawkish um, policies and policy representing. Uh, but you know, who are they going to put in there? Who's he going to Who's he going to pick? Is it going to be a a dove? Probably not. Right? Probably not. But it'd be hard pressed to find somebody as as notably <laughs> bad true. as John Bolton. That is probably true. I mean, yeah. to me, when when Trump hired him, unless you take the 4D chess perspective and be like, oh well, he just hired him to keep the enemies close. Yeah. It, it was like a pretty big, you know, that was yeah. a good, it was a big win for the neocons um, to get him in there. Right. So I think it's a big loss for them to lose Bolton uh, in the president's ear, and I say good riddance. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Um, you know, one thing that, that strikes me funny about the Bolton thing, because you saw this with uh, you saw this with Jeff Sessions too, right? So mm. Trump picks this dude that's like just totally fucking horrible, you know. And with Sessions, you know, he wanted to like escalate the drug war. He wanted to go after marijuana harder than ever. And then Trump just like he Trump picked him, but then he just like held him at bay and he didn't let him really do any of those things. And now with uh, Bolton, you know, you got this guy who's like this like huge fucking hawk. And you're like, you know, why would Trump Trump pick this guy? Trump's oh, that this is scary, you know. But then Trump kind of held him at bay, and then he fires him. But like he picked him, it kind of makes me think like somebody tells like the president or Trump, you know, maybe all the presidents like who to pick. Okay, so they tell him who to pick, and then he picks him, and then he gets him, and then realizes, all right, I gotta I gotta fire this guy. I guess. Or I mean, how do you not? I mean. 
Is it just that Trump is completely unawares of just politics, like general, like like who the people are? <laughs> yeah, I, like who is John Bolton? I, okay, yeah, sure. I, I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't know how you can be so ignorant as to appoint these people with no kind of research or no understanding of their background and i mean it, it's I don't not know, like it, it's not like it, it was an immediate oh you're a hawk you're out of here i mean he was he was <laughs> yeah. in the role for a pretty long time it's true so yeah. it's kind of like man this guy's always advising me to attack other countries <laughs> every <laughs> single time i just say it's pretty hilarious you know and it's like uh you know that's one of the cool things about trump it's like uh you know like for instance with with iran i feel like anybody else who would be president ever would have went to a war with Iran after they took out our drone. Allegedly. Took out our drone. Yeah, you're right. I mean, but yeah. It's good. I'm glad we didn't. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag not my drone. Yeah. The 40 Chesters will also say like, oh, well, uh, you know, it's good to have that attack dog in the background. You know, it makes your negotiating strategy better because you're like Trump's like holding them back, you know. But it doesn't make any sense to me. The analogy doesn't make any sense to me. It's not like other countries. Like good cop, bad cop. Yes, exactly. That that would be their position. Yeah, that's not how it works. (laughs) I'm not making these up. These are like actual arguments that it's not like it's Trump and Bolton in like a room with like the ambassador. Like Trump comes up and he's all nice, and then Bolton comes in like slams his hand down on the desk. Is like you want a fucking war with you, motherfucker? (laughs) Trump's like, well, hold on now, hold on now, Bolton. He's like holding him back. I know it's ridiculous, but that's what people online told me. <laughs> that's what he, it's like, <laughs> and I was it's like, like that's what I saw on 4chan. <laughs> I was like, I don't think it works it's like, like it's that. It's like WWE. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Oh, so, man. which is apparently coming to Fox. I saw SmackDown's coming to Fox. I saw that during the Ravens game. Oh. No fucking way. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, Are you excited, bro? Oh my god. Yeah, I gotta go. Are you being sarc? I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or if you're yeah. actually like. Please a- be sarcastic. Totally sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> Not a WWE fan. Nah, man. Yeah. No. I, I, it's just something about just watching dudes in just underwear. Like, did, did you guys see the video you on, dude? Right? Just not fighting. David, That's all they did do. you see the video of like, the guy crying? Like He's like, yeah, I know it's fake, but like, thank you for doing what no. you do anyway. No. Yeah, it's like some YouTube video. Like They're at a, a conference or whatnot, and there's some WWE dudes like up on stage. You know, They're just doing like you know like a podcast-type thing, and this uh. guy in the audience gets the microphone, and he just starts crying about like how wonderful WWE <laughs> is. Like, you know, like a big effect on his life or whatever. Yeah. Jeez. In high school, like, I was always whoa. called... I was the only kid that never watched wrestling, and I was called really? gay, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Dude, I, I watched that shit when I was in middle school. I don't know. I mean, like, when I was a little kid. The Rock and Stone Cold. That shit was awesome, dude. God, that's when you were in high school? That's when I was in middle school. Oh, okay. Like, when I, I was. back a, a little bit further, so I'm, like, remembering, like, you know, the Hulk and Macho Man Ranger. Yeah, yeah. But they were already, I mean, like, out. Elementary school. They were, like, yeah. out when I started watching. Yeah. Yeah, so I when, I was, when I was, like, 10 or 11, so this was, like, 1990, 1991, um, I used to think WCW was really cool because at that time, it just seemed <sighs> like WCW was a lot more realistic and uh, just WWF at the time, before WWE, um, they were just, like, totally over the top. And then I gave it a few years, and then I started to appreciate the quality and being totally over the top. Just cause it was so <laughs> ridiculous, you know. Well, yeah, the whole at like what they call the attitude era, which was like 
that era of like Stone Cold and The Rock and like the brawn yeah, panty matches and like all the crazy ass like provocative we, shit that they were doing. Yeah. That was like when I was watching, I was like, dude, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I was WCW guy. I liked NWO, both NWOs, Wolfpack, and you would like NWO. Like one with white font <laughs> and one with red font, and um. <laughs> Yeah, man. Stick Scott Steiner. Like oh, he had a base- shit, yeah. Remember, he had a, looked like he had a baseball under his arm. Like, his biceps were so swollen. Wow, dude, yeah. don't come in your pants. I'll try not um, to. So, <laughs> topic number two is uh, Beto O'Rourke says he's going to take away all the AR-15s and all the AK-47s. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. How do you feel about that, Kyle? Ooh. Well, I mean, it's like, uh, I, I disagree with it, I, I you know wouldn't vote for that i think it's a bad idea i don't think it would solve the problem of shootings but this is like reaction to uh you know two years or whatever it's been of constant mass shootings and they're trying to figure out how to solve it and this is a bold step for the democrats to actually say look you know we actually are going to confiscate these weapons you know previously they have uh not come out and just said that outright and i think for him I kind of think it's a little bit of a misstep because it's provided a lot of ammunition to the pro-gun side where they're like, you know, I've seen so many libertarians and conservatives posting this stuff and say, we told you so, you know, they're coming to take our guns away. You've told us a hundred times they're not going to take them. They're not going to take them. They're not going to take them. And now you have a guy admitting they're going to take them. So he's been getting memed all over the place. And, you know, it's like, yeah, it's it's out in the open now. Um, I think if you for politics, what seems to work better um, is gradual change, you know, the the slow boiling of the frog, you know, so yeah. it doesn't notice. Which is what they um, have been doing for the past. Yeah, that's been incredibly yeah. effective for yeah. progressives over the last hundred years. It's, okay, we're not going to have socialized health care, but we'll have Obamacare. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's it's baby steps. Yeah. And you well, don't, if you, if you try to make too radical. Guns, it's like, oh, you know. We're not going to take away your guns, but we're going to heavily restrict them. So right. to be and then fair, claim that they're not already heavily restricted. To be fair, when you look at it, not from our perspective, but from American perspective, the average citizen, is this not the next step in the slow frog burning in the in the pot? Yeah, for sure. well, it depends on. I don't know. That I, I feel like there's, you know, roughly, it's roughly split. It's well, r- like, well, actually, it's probably not even split though. I feel like there's more people that. At least secretly, and maybe they don't want to, you know, talk about it at work. But, you know, they don't want they don't want gun confiscation. I think there's a small there's a not a small portion of the population, but a a minority of the population that does think that's a good idea. And yeah, it has been. It has. You're right, though. It has been leading to that point. You can't jump from like completely, you know, uh, you know, you know, Second Amendment to like okay now we're just gonna take your guns obviously it has to be like a step-by-step process yeah that's that's what worries me is like you know we talk about like well that there's gonna be that one day where they do come and get our guns right but we have red flag laws right right we don't see a a general outrage on that you know it's uh half at least half of the uh the states have already uh, ratified r- uh, red flag laws. We saw that um, in Maryland. Yeah, uh, we had a, a man uh, shot by the police in in Anne Arundel County uh, either er- earlier this year or last year. Like it's already happening. So with the AR-15s, like yeah, in, in our circle, we're like outraged that somebody would even uh, have the audacity to say this on in public TV. Um, but it was said, 
and is it getting the the proper backlash backlash and is this not something that we're going to see in the in the in the not so distant future yeah and if that happens do you do we really think that our conservative cousins you know are actually going to step up to the plate and say no this is where I draw the line. It will not happen, or we're we just going to see conservatives like just go along with it, and like libertarians are going to be the only pro-gun, pro-civil liberties. Like um, the government's gone too far. Group. It's hard to do at the national level. I could see it at the state level. Like I could see Maryland banning AR-15s and saying we're going to actually confiscate. But somewhere like Texas, that's you know tends to be more pro-gun. Right. It, it, that's going to be a lot harder pill to swallow. So to pass something like this at the federal level and think every state's going to take it lying down, I don't really see that happening. I mean, there's some of these states are just they're Republican controlled and they're very pro-gun. You know, and right. they don't want. It. So I would see, I would see resistance to it from the states and also from uh, you know the Constitution perspective. It's like this is a very obvious. <laughs> violation of the second amendment whereas just just making magazine limits and you know increased wait times and uh, you know in maryland like to my knowledge like with a handgun you can only have it like in your car if you're like transporting it back and forth from the shooting range and it can't be in the same case as the bullets right they have all kinds of like little rules it's just yeah. goofy well that's what i'm yeah i mean that's just an example of like the death by a thousand cuts thing where yeah, yeah. people are like guns aren't regulated at all in this country and it's like <laughs> Dude, well, I mean, the bring whole up a list of there's like got to be like thousands of regulations, um, you know, some of them on the federal level and then some of them on the state level. It's like, you know, it's always that, you know, now it comes back to that one meme that goes around with the the, the girl that's like it, she basically compares like gun regulation to like regulating her vagina. Oh, I'm and, and she's like, I wish guns were as right where I wish like guns were as regulated as my vagina and it's like <laughs> it's like uh no you don't because <laughs> guns are pretty fucking regulated yeah. um i think I, since since beto is a skateboarder if he <laughs> wants to confiscate any gun he has to kick flip it and if he lands it he can confiscate Wait, it. Kick not flip the gun he's getting no kick flip over the gun oh okay. and if he lands it he can confiscate it yeah. if he doesn't he's a poser okay you know what? That's the only I'd, fair way I'd, to I'd go with that. Yeah. I think the political lesson that I was trying to say for libertarians is sometimes in politics, incremental works. And like with public schools, so you want to abolish public schools. That's your goal, like your Arvin Vora. Um, <laughs> And, and most libertarians should, or all of them, I guess, should have that position. Yeah. We want to privatize education. That long-term goal. But something like charter schools, where the more radical libertarians are like, oh, but, you know, this is, this is just giving in to progressivism. But other libertarians will say, well, that's a stepping stone. And if we can get this, it's at least you're, you're privatizing the teachers, you're privatizing yeah. the building, you're still giving people money for to go there, but, like, it's a step. Right. Amen. And, I and think the counter-argument, though, and not that this is a good counter-argument, but I think what it is is it's hard to maintain that ground. Like, once you get the charter school, it's like, are you able to push beyond the charter school? Or does that lead to more progressivism in, in like, the sort of reverting back or the failure because it doesn't get enough funding or whatever, you know? Yeah, it could. But, I mean, you know, I, I feel like I I think it's better yeah. than, than full public. Yeah. You know, you have some consumer choice. You can pick and choose where you send your, your kids. And, you know, you get a little bit of consumer orient in, in there because the people are going, hey, how am I going to spend my 
obviously it's a gift from the government, my my check here, but you yeah. know, where am I going to send my kid? They start thinking a little bit more like a consumer mm-hmm. instead of just, okay, my kid is obligated to, to go this to this district, shit school yeah. because right. we are in this district. And it also, right. it also exposes like how messed up the education system is. I mean, uh, I just saw a meme and it had two different stories, that, both of which that I'm familiar with is... Um, <laughs> the there's a lady from a TV show. Um, oh shoot, what was it? Are you talking about the Bur- Bernie's tweet? I, I think I know who you're talking about. I'm not sure, but uh, there's a lady from um, um, Full House. Full House. Yeah, she played the mom of like a secondary right. character, or whatever. And Aunt Becky. I'm sorry. Her name? Well, yeah, Aunt Becky. Lori Laughlin. Becky. Right, right. Laurie, so Laurie the woman. There was two. There was two. There was two of them, right? So the the woman who played the character, yeah, Becky, yeah. right. So she got got in trouble for fraud, trying to get her uh, her kid into college. And then you have another woman who was homeless, and she lied about yeah. uh, where um, where she lived so that her child could go to the right school. And yeah. they caught her on it. So like one goes to jail for like eighteen months, the other one goes to jail for like six six years. Yeah, and it's just like the disproportionate. But of course, you know, we as libertarians, like we're outraged about both. Right. right. So you see, like the left and the right arguing. Well, this person should have gone to jail for more. Well, that was no, what that, that person should have gone to jail for see, that's more. What, like, no, they both suck. So I saw it in the context of a, a Bernie tweet. So mm-hmm. Bernie like retweeted whatever that was or posted the article. Right. And uh, and his whole thing was, and his whole angle is just like rich people versus poor people. Like that's his mm-hmm. whole view. His whole myopic view is like rich versus poor. Mm-hmm. And his point was like, look, these. This rich person is getting away with, you know, putting her kid in a school that they're not supposed to go to. But then this poor person, you know, doesn't get away with it. And my whole point is why, you know, if your service is that good, why are you jailing people over it? Right. Like, why do you have to, like, not only are you not allowed to send your kid to a better school in a different district, but if you choose to just not send them to the school at all, you go to jail, too. You know, if your service is that good, why do you have to force people at, at the yeah. barrel of a gun to, to do it? Yeah. You know, because it's not that good. <laughs> I, I always think I don't know. About, <laughs> hey, that's it. I always think about that slogan, Medicare for all. And it's like, I think, yeah, whether you want it or not. Right. That's what that means. It's, right. It's right. mandatory. Right. And all these things are mandatory. You're going to pay whether you like it or not. And I, I just feel like it's ridiculous and that but the progressives don't give a shit they're like yeah we're gonna force this down your throat and and, and you're gonna pay and it's like it sucks what do you i don't even have kids <laughs> yeah. you know <laughs> exactly yeah yeah so well you wanted to talk about the uh tweet response to beto's ar-15 grab there was a republican congressman yeah. who said who basically was like what do you say? Like, come and get it or something yeah. like well, that? Well, no, you said it's waiting for you. Oh, it's waiting which, for you. Which, I mean, you can interpret it in multiple ways, right? You could be like, he's offering it up. He's saying, here here it is. It's sitting on, on my front step. Just come and take it. You know, I'm, I'm absolving myself of my gun. Yeah, it sounds, or, like a, it sounds like a little bit of a threat to me, right? I don't know if it's a threat. I mean, isn't it a threat to yeah, say, like, like you're going to come a- and take someone's AR-15? Yes. Like, if I'm like, if I'm like, I'm coming to take your, uh, your Xbox, is that not a threat? Yeah, it am, is. am I threatening you with with theft? Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's if I say if I say come and get it, it's waiting for you. Armed robbery. That's kind of a perfect response. <laughs> Wait, you know, be, really, be, it is. Yeah, come, yeah. And, come and come and be take armed it. grand larceny. I mean, how much is an AR-15 worth, and what's lar- the difference between theft and larceny? 
It's like a thousand and up, right? So AR fifteen's uh, larceny, right? So be armed. I guess it depends. Depending on, on the AR fifteen, yeah. Armed. I think you can get them for. I'll, I'll Google it. Assault rifle fifteen. No AR fifteen. AR fifteens. I would say you could probably build one. You know, for I think starting at around like four or five hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's to build your own. Well, well, yeah. But to it, buy one. Well, I mean, you can still probably get a budget model for... I, I've heard of budget models I know for like around six. You can maybe get them for like 450 or five. I, I don't know. So all, all I'm getting is that... But, uh, is you, it yeah, you can get them starting at about 500 bucks. It'd be so. a felony for the government to come and get, take my guns. That's that's all I was you know, kind yeah, of going I mean, towards. And I mean, it totally yeah. is. Yeah. But it's just... Yeah, it's just funny that he... You know, he's like trying to portray this... Uh, representative or whatever is threatening him, but really he's just countering a threat with like, all right. Yeah, a lot of conservatives <laughs> responded the same way. They're yeah. like, you know, come and take it or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but know, this thing really is, they don't see this like th- they don't operate in this mindset based because they don't have any principle or their principles are different than ours. Which is, you know, if you own a gun and someone's going to take it from you, that it's it's theft. That, that's know? why it's, I'm it's saying he, it was a misstep by him because <laughs> oh, it's certainly a he misstep. triggered everybody, right? Yeah. You know, it, he got he made everybody's defenses oh, it's a, it's go It's a horrible up. move, yeah. Yeah, so... Well, he's just trying to win... I don't know what he's doing. I You know, he's trying... Like, there's a, obviously a very... Uh, well, he got cheers, so he's... Yeah, there's a... A, ba- de- a lot of Democrats support that. Sure, but th- that those are the only people that are going to a fucking Democratic debate. But, like, yeah. Joe, Joe Average is not going to the Democratic debate... He might watch it on TV, probably but probably not. not. But he probably is going to see the clips on his Facebook feed that say, "Oh, Beta Rourke's taking my guns." And more yeah. often than not, he's probably be like, oh, "This is this is a little much." Well, you were saying before the show that he shifted the Overton window, which is like the the what you're allowed to talk about in sure, in politics. Yeah. Yep. You know, That's this was a part. this was a bold statement, but yeah. yes, but you know, he's introduced an idea that this is something the government can do and this is something that, that can be done and now this is going to be a debate topic. It's, you know, and it's going to have people that agree with it and that disagree with it obviously. Yeah. So, from it that mo- standpoint, he moved it yeah. into the mainstream. Yeah, he made it a mainstream topic. Like, you know, are we going to have a national ban on uh, AR-15s? And and he also mentioned AK-47s, right? So it's like both of those two types. As if he knows the difference, but yeah. So if you if you're an AK owner, you're not safe either, right? But you can get something probably similar that uh, maybe yeah. Is ha- right? having, having fired an AR-15 and an AK-47, uh, <laughs> you can keep my AK-47. You like the AR-15 better? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't hit the broadside of a barn with an AK-47, but yeah. I mean, mm. yeah, yeah, I can throw it in some mud and it'll still work, but like, what does that matter at 100 yards and I'm trying to hit a moving target? Like, right. what was I'm going to exhaust 30 rounds of, a, of an automatic magazine well, and it, do what? It's a, it would be a semi-automatic. Yeah. Yeah. What was that gun you, the guy would like Beta. put it in the mud, it was a handgun, it was a cheap handgun, and Matt oh, posted yeah. this video and I watched the whole, a, I watched the video. Point. Yeah, high point. Yeah, that was pretty badass. So he was like, "It's such an ugly piece of shit." And then, like everything he did to it, the gun still worked. Yeah, and, right. Like it looked like a, it looked the same as the other guns. Did to you me. see when he put the bullet in the gun, in the side of the gun? In the side of the gun. I don't yeah, know, I remember. He actually but. shot the side of the gun. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I forget wow. what that channel is called. It's called like Demolition Something on YouTube. But this what guy was, the, what was the accuracy? I mean, this goes back to what I was saying about the AK versus the AR-15. Like, well, I mean, you know, the, he was hitting the all the targets. Yeah, it. he was still hitting targets with okay. it. Well, it depends is, on what it, you're trying an, to do. Okay. It's an ugly gun, right? And it, it's a heavy gun, mm. and it's cheap. But 
Yeah, well, yeah, well, that's the advantage. Yeah, I mean, it's like they go for like one ninety nine brand new, right? So uh, for one ninety nine brand new, it was like you know passing like all these like crazy torture tests, even shooting it with a bullet. And at first, like he had to like fuck around with it, and kind of oh. like whoops, shit, drop the bong. So luckily, it's plastic. <laughs> that's the third thing Matt's dropped yeah. tonight. Yeah. So he dropped his knife twice. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So at any rate. Um, he was just doing all these extreme torture tests. You know, he, at right. one point he even put a bullet through the, the gun or into the gun and mm. it dented it, but it, it still worked. He ran over it with a Jeep or a truck and yeah, um, like a huge truck. Yeah. It was just, it was a cool video. But yeah, uh, anyway, with the, going to back to the debate, uh, apparently it was a three hour debate. Um, we don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it because most of us here didn't spend three hours watching the debate or any hours watching Tulsi the debate. Tulsi Gabbard, they wouldn't let her. <laughs> she wasn't in the debate. Yeah, Tulsi was, didn't make it. High enough. She, her polling numbers were too low. Uh, Andrew Yang was in the debate. Also, Marion Williamson is no longer. Oh, she's no out. Longer in the debate. Yeah, who? Uh, what a shame. Marion Williamson? She was like the. Uh, Sort of self-help, spiritual. Oh right, right, right. Lady. Bi- Biden said something about like how people go home at night and like listen to their record players or something like that. I was like, what? <laughs> dude, his his teeth I were falling that. out. Yeah, dude, the He's guy's falling apart, mad. dude. He's like returning to the earth. Yeah. Like his his eye was like bloodshot, like well, not bloodshot, just fucking bleeding. Yeah. And then, like, oh, yeah. his teeth were falling out. Pictures of his the bathroom. Dude, Ugh. he's definitely. I mean, if I was if I was John Vibes right now, I'd I'd say he was an alien that was like, oh, the reptile. Yeah, like, he was a reptile that was like losing his like adrenochrome or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, because he's just like falling. He, he just seems like he's having like a stroke sometimes. You talking about the lizard people? Yeah, the aliens. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, you know his. The feather in his cap is he was the vice president. You know, he's portrayed... During, like, the, one of the most popular presidents. Right. He's portrayed as the moderate, which all these <laughs> other guys are, like, radical progressives. And you're going to have a lot of Dems that don't really watch all this stuff and don't pay that much attention that are just already set to vote well, that's Biden. that's why he's polling so high right. in these yeah. polls, which, you know, where are these co- numbers coming from? But yeah, Trump, it's probably Trump just people him. that are like, uh, yeah, I've heard of Biden. Yeah. I'll vote. Yeah. Yeah. I'll vote for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw a bumper sticker in the city that said, uh, any reasonable adult 2020 or something like that. Well, that was pretty funny. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Mod- moderately funny. Yeah. Sorry. Right. But, I mean, you're not going to get that from the <laughs> Dems, and, you know, you got Trump. No, you're not. So it's, I don't know what the LP's been up to. Haven't, I haven't Just heard much from themselves. any any LP <laughs> campaigns. Uh, haven't heard anything from Amash in a while, and no movement on that front. So it's, it's like Kokesh out there, dude. Arvin and <laughs> I don't know. not in Maryland. Yeah. What's that? He's not campaigning. Not in Maryland. I don't know. Is he is he, is he traveling around yet? Is he? Well, he's I would assume so because he's not in Maryland. What's that? I would assume so because he's not in Maryland. I haven't seen him in yeah. probably a year. Like, and this is his home state, his home county. No, he's been on the I podcast. Mean, he's been on the podcast like him. three or four times. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but we, we but don't have ballot access know, in Maryland, so. Party of Maryland, like. We also, yeah, that's true. We hey, don't bro? have ballot access. Like, and I still haven't had anybody come with a thing for me to sign yet. Oh, I got forms for you guys to fill out. Do you? I just forgot to bring them. Nice, dude. <laughs> Sorry. I, dude, I, 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 I will. I signed for the green party. <laughs> I, no, jeez. I will bring the forms for, uh, for to just uh, keep extra ones here on the podcast. We have guests. That's sad, though, out. dude. I had the green party come to my house. Really? Yeah, you weren't on when I was talking about this? Whatever. No. I'll rehash it. 
Yeah, I was uh, I was like on my way out with my girlfriend somewhere, and like these guys walked up, probably like our age, um, and I thought they were like gonna try and sell me like fucking like meat delivery service, you know, like that those fucking guys. Was that like yeah, grinder? Gay, gay, gay. Capital um, steaks. What's up? Yeah, capital meats, bro. Um, but instead, they were like, "Are you?" And they it was like my old the person that used to live there before before I bought the house. Yeah. I was like, no, he's he's moved out, or he sold the house to me, and uh, they were like, oh, would you mind selling? Would you mind signing the uh, petition to get the Green Party back on the ballot? And I was like, sure, if you sign the Libertarian one. Oh, and the guy was like, I already did. Wow. And I was like, all right, I'll sign it. Nice. <laughs> I mean, look, I, you know, obviously there are things that I don't agree with with the Green Party, but I also do like the idea of having alternative third parties on the ballot regardless yeah. of what they what they stand for oh, no. unless they're not advocating for like genocide or something you know? yeah no, they but. actually take votes away from the dems right you exactly think of it that way there's no, that, i'll sign a petition that. for anybody honestly i mean yeah. unless you're hitler you know i'm right sign that's what petition. i'm saying yeah. like i don't care if you're democrat green party republican whatever it is yeah you, you get on the ballot. That's yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, good we're for nice them that guys. they're out there hitting. Yeah, hitting and I was like, damn, dude, I've signed the petition for this before the fucking libertarian yeah. one. <laughs> I don't, you know, y'all ain't coming to my door. <laughs> no. Oh, buddy. What? Yeah. No. I mean, like, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot, you know, hitting your, the pavement. Your frustration. So, like, being on the other side of that, right? Yeah. That's my job. Like, that's not my job as a libertarian. That's literally my job as assigned to me by the Libertarian Party of Maryland is to get that petition done by volunteers, right? Yeah. We're working on a, a, a another angle where we're, we have paid petitioners, but, like, that's my job. Yeah. And I'm having difficulty just getting off the ground with knocking on Libertarian doors. Yeah. So I don't know if the guy that, who lived in your house previously... He was a Green Party guy, yeah. Okay. So maybe uh, they're going out to their base. So yeah, I'm they're trying going to go out to, out their to base. my base yeah, yeah, in yeah. Anne Arundel County. And, I, well... I mean, I, I did just get my flyers yesterday, so I was really excited about that. I'm going to be posting them on, on uh, social media. Yeah. But, um, you know, so that's so wait, our goal. Are you saying, like, even going to Libertarian doors, people are like, I'm not going to sign that? No, I'm saying we haven't done that yet. Oh, you haven't yeah. done it yet. Okay. It's just, hard I to get volunteers flyers. who want to do that. No, I It's hard it. to get I mean, enough I don't, people. I don't want to volunteer to do it's that. It's like, hey, man, it's a beautiful Saturday. You want to go knock on, like, yeah. doors hey, uh, and ask for petitions, you know? You coming out with me with uh, Jonathan Griss from uh, Baltimore City next month or next Sunday? I think it's next Saturday or Sunday. He's got an event coming up. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I don't know. If, you know, if it was, like with somebody cool like if one of you guys were going out you know i might be down for that i don't know if i was free you know yeah it's not gonna be like a priority i'll, <laughs> I'll hit you up afterwards uh jonathan's set up for us to be in, at an event he yeah says it's gonna be kind of smaller but yeah we can get 100 signatures yeah at an event yeah. okay yeah i i think that we made a misstep by um losing our foothold in the republican party i mean trump kind of like came and swept everything but like <sighs> you know and he you disagree with me on this it, it doesn't hurt us to have a voice or representatives that we like in the republican party and you've seen libertarians even gravitate to tulsi just because she's anti-war they're like right. yeah i know she sucks on everything else but like she ain't bad you know she's right. not she's not as bad as all these other guys so yeah but would you knock on doors for tulsi gabbard 
Uh, I wouldn't, but no. you know, that's, if you if you gave me another Ron Paul like candidate, I would. And even locally, like it, there's nothing stopping libertarians from running as Republicans or Democrats in primaries. So like you can still have good liberty candidates. Just you know, a lot of politics is like it's not. To, to the to the mainstream, it's all about the presidency, and that's all we talk about. And when people, you say I'm into politics, they just want to talk about the presidential race, and that's it. But like real politics is like it's all lower levels. It's like it's stealing seats and state house and county council and board of elections and getting people that are liberty minded in those offices. I actually just went to a campaign for liberty meeting the other night about property tax hikes, mm. and it was like you know he's going through the votes, and you're seeing all these people they just vote for every tax hike on Baltimore County Council and it's like man it'd be nice to have you know some people on that on that board no that vote. voted no that <laughs> just voted no or like that principally yeah, we're like you know what I want I don't want to grow government like this I want less taxes and less spending but they don't want that you know none of them there's it's literally seven basically seven progressives and one of the guys is like yeah he votes no sometimes and you're like all right no <laughs> that's something that's cool <laughs> but, you know and and Ugh. the guy that runs the group is always talking about like putting political pressure and like rousing the people to call them and it's like you know you don't have to you don't have to do all that if you just have somebody that's good in the seat right if you control the seat you control that guy's gonna vote the way you you want and you don't have to you know get make people call his office or do any of this activist stuff right it's a lot more efficient so way we do more it. efficient yeah that's what yeah. we do then huh I know, but it's, you know, difficult. So. Yep. Especially without ballot access. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, there's not... We could run candidates through the um, Republican Democrat Party, and I think we should We should do that. If we had more people, we, we probably could. It's hard to find people that want to run for office. I will never do that again. I know. I know you are, you are done with the GOP and... Uh, Overdone. Overdone. That's understandable. I was there way too long. Mm-hmm. Way too long. Um, it is extremely frustrating. In Virginia, we had an interesting situation where uh, only two candidates got on the ballot for president in 2012. That was Ron Paul and Mitt Romney. So we saw a lot of anti-Republican or anti-establishment Republicans that sided with Ron Paul just because he was the other guy. And then 2013, we have seven candidates run for lieutenant governor. And I saw all of my pals, all of my Ron Paul supporters, went right off to these Tea Party conservative, you know, uh, social conservative, not libertarian in in any means whatsoever uh, candidates. And I was like, well, hey, I got a candidate here that's actually uh, reduced taxes and regulations in her county three years in a row. Isn't that fiscally conservative? Oh, no, but I like this. I like this socially conservative guy better. Yeah. Nah, man, I'm I'm done with that. Like now, granted, I got a friend of mine in North Dakota. He's making absolutely phenomenal moves. Uh, Jared Hendricks, uh, Jared Hendricks, gotta check him out. Good first name. Absolutely amazing individual, doing a lot of great work <laughs> in North Dakota. So it does matter, like your demographics. You, you know, in Virginia, <laughs> I saw not a lot happening, especially uh, in Virginia Beach. But we do have uh, Nick Frazier. Um, hey, I've got to go fill the bong water in my bong. <laughs> I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> bong break. Luck, my friend. No. So, hold, hold tight, Kyle, bro. Um, All right, we'll hold off on the next topic until you get back. So I want, I want Matt here for that. So, guys, oh, yeah, stall. dude. This we, is like we do see 
the liberty movement doing very well in the Republican Party in certain areas, in 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 spots. I mean, we have Justin Amash, we have Thomas Massey, we've got we had Ron Paul. We don't have Amash anymore because he left the GOP. And we will see, I guess, when he comes up for re-election, if that was a fatal move. I think it's going to be. I think he's going to lose. Let's let's see if Justin Amash will run as a Libertarian nominee. Huh? Come on. <laughs> Come on. I'll vote for you on the convention floor, sir. Good luck, bro. <laughs> Bongsfield. Bong, the right. bong has been replenished. All right. So this, this next topic is about uh, vapes. Trump wants to ban vapes. I guess some people died from vaping. I think, well, I think to be Six. fair, he wants to ba- ban certain vape flavors. Certain flavors are um, fatal. Yeah, no, actually, I believe it's, he wants to ban uh, all, like, all flavored e-cigarettes, you know, vapes, blah, blah, blah. Oh. Um, but, you know, the thing is, like, uh, there was, I think there was about, like, six um, injuries and, and one death. And it's it seems like the the one thing that all uh, these people... Sorry, there was, like, six, seven deaths. Six or seven deaths. And there's actually? like four hundred okay. some people that have been sick. Yeah, yeah but, but that's out of like ten million. And people then also, also this is also black market. Uh, no, well, actually, so it, you make it illegal. Actually, and now like, it's one hundred percent black market. You're going to see a lot more deaths. It, actually, from what I've heard, the people who got injured um, had all used uh, black market THC cartridges right. that had um, its vitamin E, uh, like acidine or acidine or something, which is like you know, th- and apparently that's the thing that these people have in common. You know. Hmm. And yeah, exactly. So it, it's funny to me because it seems like you know he wants to make something, he wants to make something. He wants to ban these things like these flavored e-cigarettes that are legal, and then thus pushing them after underground. And it seems like the the actual problem here is something else that is like made underground, so it's not made up to, you know, spec, and uh, you know it's it's made unhealthy. So it just seems like this will only cause more of this, you know. Yeah. Because if you're doing more uh, vape fluids underground, who's to say they won't put vitamin E, acidine, or some other nasty shit in that in those, right? Well, and this is yep. really this is really recent too. I mean, this is vaping's been around for a while. Yeah, like and a I don't decade. know of I don't know of anybody. I mean, maybe it just didn't make the news, but I haven't heard of anybody that's gotten sick of it. Um, and you know, I've been doing it for like what four or five years now. I've never had an issue. I got sick more when I smoked pot. Uh, like I would get I would get bronchitis at least like once a year. Hopefully, um, it's but I never have that issue. I stopped by like a vape store uh, just the other day just to see if they had what I was looking for. They were literally. I walked in. They had all their supplies down, and they're actually putting up paper on the on the windows. I was like, "Are you guys closing down?" They're like, "Yeah." And this is one of those places that has a couple other locations. And I was like, just business isn't that good. And they're like, a lot of people have abandoned, uh, like, stopped vaping because of this whole thing. Wow. Um, well, this just came out, what, this week, didn't it? No, this has been going on for like two or three weeks now. I oh, think. okay. Um, but they were, I mean, they they, they, they have a terrible location. Yeah, I, mean, it's, I read it's a report. It's been a few weeks since, uh, what was the state that, that banned it right off the bat? Was it Michigan? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, so... I, re- I read something that said I was about I, I want to say it was like 7% and I'm going to get all my numbers screwed up here uh, like 7% used only a got sick using only a um, um, CBD oil like vaping a CBD oil 17% or something like that got were only using nicotine and the rest were like THC cartridges um, and used both THC and nicotine but it's bullshit 
So it's it's got to be a batch of something. That I didn't bad. I didn't realize uh, states had banned it already. I thought this was just tr- Trump shooting from the hip, and I figured you know give it a week or two and he'll forget about it and move mm-hmm. on. Because a lot of times you hear like Trump's going to do this, and then like two weeks go by, and then there's a whole new crisis and a whole new series of tweets, and the world forgets about the last thing, the last crazy proposition that he made. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's happened like numerous times. If we kept if we really kept track, it would be like remember when Trump said he was going to do this and nothing ever came of it like right. that happens a lot so um, it's just posture it's scary that that's where we're at now it's like we don't even know what's going on right yeah we don't know what executive order has been passed we don't know what's legal or, or illegal it's yeah, what just is all it required to pass a ban on vapes i don't like know nationally he, he just Federal. It does, he, does it even matter at this point remember he just threatened like all those Did, companies in does China anybody care about the constitution like last at month? all no Remember last month or whatever? He he was like, yes. you know, all these chi- these American companies in China better do something, better watch out. He made some oh yeah some crazy said, dictatorial threat. Oh, yeah, he was like and like yeah yeah, exactly. and and people are now like oh yeah I kind I remember that yeah okay no, nothing ever happened. Yeah, I mean yeah, I guess it's kind of crazy. He can say stuff, and you can either take it at face value. But I guess most of the time, it's really it really shouldn't be, right? I mean, how often does he actually follow through on anything that he said? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> a lot, he'll exaggerate, go over the top, and yeah. then like two weeks go by, and we've all moved on to the next thing, right? And, and nothing, nothing really ever, nothing ever comes of it. Yeah. So hopefully, this will be the same thing, and you know, honest vape users don't lose their flavored vapes that they enjoy. Yeah, yeah. I actually ran into a customer <laughs> just the other day that got. He was telling me that he got sick from it. He you know, like just stopped like two weeks ago. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" He got sick. From he it? said he got sick from it. Like what kind of sick though? I mean, yeah, I've gotten. He sick like had from to go like to the hospital. He said he woke up and he felt like it, he felt like he had like a something on his chest, like something was weighing down on his chest. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think. I, I mean, look, dude. It also could have been. Honestly, I don't really care. It doesn't matter. Like, all right. So no. it's causing all this shit. Yeah, but that's your own choice. Like your own choice, whether you're going to do this or not. Like, be aware of the risk and know, like, okay, point zero zero one percent of users of this thing, yeah, get well, sick. That's the thing. It's like McDonald's. Sorry, go ahead. are we going to? Yeah, no, you're are right. We gonna make like, McDonald's illegal. You know, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, and how are cigarette that cigarettes are so illegal, yeah. right? And we know they kill people. Yeah, four hundred yeah. alcohol kills you all the time. And not that I'm four hundred eighty thousand, bro. Four hundred eighty thousand people die from smoking cigarettes yeah. every year. And not that and I would ever add about I'm, six people who died yeah, who, who it's just allegedly died from like a, a it's the a same, black market it's, THC vape. You well, it's the same thing when you me. when you look at these like uh, this uh, you know the gun stuff where it's like. These people are just reacting to these, although increasing in, in prevalence, but still very small amount of deaths. But what about it, the children? That's their, they make their know, case. That's you know? the, yeah, I mean, they make that case. And yeah, while it's tragic and, and terrible and it does need to be addressed, um, I'm just pointing to the fact that by the numbers, you're talking about Yep. Things that just pop up in the media that are just overblown as far as proportionally how they actually, you know, uh, exist and, and occur. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't happen that frequently, even though it happens more frequently and it feels like it's always in the news. Really, you know, you're it's, it's just highly 
you know, the statistic always gets thrown around, but it's like 99% of gun users do not commit a crime with their guns, right? Yeah, any, anytime you have millions of users, whether it's cars or cigarettes or whatever it is, there's going to be a few... Heroin. Hey, ch- children's toys. There's going to be a few examples where the star then the line for somebody. And, uh, right. You know, they this, have a, this, sorry, I was going to say, this whole, like, the hysteria behind it reminds me of that South Park episode where if anybody ate glu- gluten, their dick would pinwheel and then shoot off like a bottle cracker <laughs> and explode <laughs> if anybody ate any amount of gluten. And it's just, you know, you all this hype, and I get called, you know, by my mom, and she's like, dude, are you still vaping? And... She yeah, it's all a news dude. story. Yeah, you know, and yeah, it's, it's just a moral panic. My wife was like, you know, like have you've you heard, heard and oh you've heard like Doctor Drew and uh, Adam Carolla. Talk, yeah. yeah, they talk about, and Drew's like, yeah, this is a complete moral panic. Even before like the recent news, he was like, yeah, there's just, you know, I wouldn't say whether it's healthy or not that the, or I mean, he would say like it's not <coughs> healthy, but he's say there's no there's no evidence out there to suggest that. It causes any more any more damage than smoking, and it's probably healthier. Yeah, I haven't been uh, listening to the show in a while. I've been too busy, but at work. But he was actually pro e cig, or at yeah, least yeah. compared to cigarettes. He was like, "You're not right. getting all the tar and the stuff from the burning leaves right. that you get from tobacco." And he's like, yep. "He made it sound like the e cigarettes were saying, like, much whole, better for you." Oh yeah, and he was saying like the whole popcorn lung thing is just complete pseudoscience. Like that doesn't. It's not a thing. Hmm. Um, I, I read something somewhere that the popcorn lung that they never actually attributed anybody having popcorn lung to anybody that used vapor right. uh, vaporizers. Yeah, it's just it was just something. One of the chemicals that was in it was in one of the plants that people were working at, where they made manufactured thousands of chemicals. Yeah, and those people, some of those workers, developed popcorn lung. One what of those. Is, what chemicals, is popcorn lung? It's like a like a um, lesions on your lungs. Yeah, something, something like that. Oh, like, okay. like a little abnormal. I wasn't sure if it was like le- like le- little bumps or lesions, or if it was like your you lung your lung popcorn. goes inside out. Yeah, like a <laughs> your lung turns into popcorn inside of you. That's what I was envisioning. Yeah, dangling out your mouth. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened bl- to him? It's all buttery. He popped. It's like movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> movie theater popcorn. Mm. Uh, Trump's, Trump visits Baltimore. That was big in the news. Uh, Trump came to visit the rat-infested hellhole of Baltimore. R- yeah. Um, what he, happened with that van? The van? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's I, nothing. Oh, oh it was the, stolen. The diesel. It was apparently stolen gasoline or stolen yeah. diesel. Stolen diesel. They, there was they, another one found in White Marsh. Yeah, they found two vans that had, like, you know, a lot of gallons of diesel fuel in them. Yeah. And so... One was in a like a parking garage in Baltimore. So you, your immediate thought is, is this a bomb? Right? Is somebody yeah. trying to build, blow right, up a this, building? It's the day before nine eleven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good point. Yeah. yeah. But oh, I yeah. think the investigation, as of now, they think that it was somebody that like. Well, yeah, I think was they trying found the to guy. resell yeah. this. I don't know why you would go to a gas station. D- did he steal the stuff? Did he yeah. steal the gas? Okay, so it was stolen. Stolen And you're diesel. trying to... Re- stolen diesel. Okay, that makes more sense. He's trying to sell it on the black market. It w- what wouldn't make sense is buying it from a gas station Wow, there's a black market it. for diesel gas. <laughs> maybe, yeah, man. Maybe if you uh, sell it at half Apparently. price. Apparently. So, like, what? Just, like, construction companies or something? I have something? no idea. The guy, like, pulls up next to you, rolls the window down. Hey, He's like, dude, you need some... <laughs> <laughs> you need that Honda Civic. <laughs> like, uh, no, bro, regular unleaded. You got regular? You got, re- you got Supreme Plus? Oh, yeah. man. You got that... <laughs> you, got, you got that 98? Yeah. Nah, bro, I don't get that stuff. Regular. I got the real stuff. <laughs> I get the good stuff. 
such a goofy story. It's so weird. Yeah. So it wasn't a bomb. W- were they linked Allegedly. together? Allegedly. Were those like people linked together? I'm not sure. You would think they would have you would to think, be, right? right. Like how, how many, many people what are, the are odds doing that? happening on the same day? <laughs> the same day, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's fucking weird, dude. But I mean, uh, how did they how did they go in and find the diesel fuel? I think it smelled. Well, yeah, somebody like walked like, by and was like, "Oh, there's a fuck ton of diesel fuel in this You're in car. a parking garage. Yeah, it's gonna. I must have really you know, smelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sound like shit. I mean, we're in a parking garage. I mean, uh, I don't, it smells I don't like know how many times, and especially Baltimore parking garages. I've never been in one that didn't smell like this piss true. overwhelmingly. <laughs> like true. they all smell like yeah. Piss. I've Sometimes never been in a parking go, garage man. where I've been like, <laughs> yeah, I've been like I, smelling. I can't say that I haven't pissed yeah. in, a, in a parking garage in Baltimore before. The five second rule is more like three second rule in any parking garage. It's late at night, you're walking like back you, from the bar. You if you drop there something, you dude, it's a zero second roll, dude. dude you know? <laughs> it's a two seconds. I'll give you. I'll go two seconds. Do you know that if you if you urinate in public and like like you said, it's late after the bar, right? The bars have closed down. And it's like one, two, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You go be. You go. You're like, all right. Well, nothing's open except for maybe that gas station that's like 20 miles down the road. You go behind the dumpster and you pee. A cop finds you. You're now on the uh, registered yeah. sex offender list. Yeah, right? we've talked along about that with before, the, the, yeah. the child rapists. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Wait, for peeing in a parking garage. For peeing in public, you are a registered sex offender. Oh wow! Along with Dude, we now, talked they, about this. They do have yeah, do like have levels. Yeah, like my, my brother one time, he actually took a piss. It was in like a parking garage or something. Right. Did he get caught? In yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I've, I've definitely got, done that like many times. <laughs> no, no, but check this out. Can so you he, imagine if he, he had to, every time he moves, he's got to tell his neighbors, "Hey, my name's." Bob Smith, you know, and I'm a registered sex offender. Well, I mean, I have to tell you this because the government because I pulled out my I, dick in a yeah, parking I mean, garage. And also, yeah, if that were the case, I'd be like because I peed in a fucking parking garage. I would say that right afterwards, you know. Um, but anyways, so my brother he got caught like peeing in a parking garage after he left the bar or something, and it was like I think it was at like Bohagers or something, you know, like a long time ago in Baltimore. Bo-Hager. And uh, so, th- like the the cop was a total fucking piece of shit. He like made him take off his shirt. Well, there's a surprise he made him take off his shirt and wipe up the piss with his shirt or else he was going to give him a ticket or arrest him or whatever you know yes yeah, so, so th- he wow. was like he was like you can do this which i guess is better than than getting arrested or having to pay a fine Keep or getting that. on the sex offender registry yeah, yeah it's definitely better than not that, throw yeah. that shirt away and be like oh geez. can you imagine some cop copper in like london trying to pull that off like 100 years ago like oi bite you just paid in a in a in a you know, in the alley, you go and clean that up with your shit. And it, you know, It'd be more like clean it up with that, that dead like, guy, right? There. That was like Australia, dude. <laughs> was it? Didn't that sound like more? Like with Australia? that guy that died from the plague. It was good enough. Yeah, yeah. no, it was cool. It's it was good cool. enough. It was cool. Yeah. Dude, yeah. you should be able to pee in an alley. Dude, I peed so many yeah. places. <laughs> like, like it's, it's kind of weird that you can't ten just times like over. urinate outside in you, nature. Dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> like it's practically rape. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Consider me a serial rapist, and I'm not. Well, gonna dude, stop. in like Amsterdam, they have like outside. Yeah, like, I think we need a trigger warning uh, when you post this. They video have like outside live. urinals, but they're not urinals. Well, they're, they have like outside urinals, basically. They're not like porta potties. They're like walls yeah. that you go behind and you just like pee, and people can like hear the piss and like see the piss falling into the hole. They just can't see your dick. Well, it's weird. Uh, In Baltimore, you know, like all the bars close at the exact same time. So the streets flood with all these drunk people who have literally nowhere to go to pee. Right. And everything's closed. And it's like... And and even the places that are open, they usually have their bathrooms closed. Yeah. They're like, no, you can't now. Right. So (laughs) so now we're going to have strict laws against public urination. (laughs) But we're going to make all these people leave the bar at the exact same time. Um, 
It's, yeah, it's, why not just build like a public restroom area? Hey, why, why not have yeah. a, a law saying that you can't serve alcohol after a certain time at night? Oh, it's one o'clock in the morning. We got to shut down because the, the the government says so. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah, they have that law, and so they all, like I said, all close at the same time. So like er, all these drunk people flood out at the same time, right. right? And then and then they're like, we have all these fights, and there's all this disruption, and the traffic. You got all these drunk people trying to drive home at the same time, right? And it's like if you just let the bars stay open when they want to stay open, yeah. people would trickle out slowly throughout the rest of the night. But yeah. because you have a hard cutoff, you know, it's everybody leaving at the same time. Yeah, so right. it causes all kinds of problems. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I noticed like when I was in uh, New York, like there are a lot of stay open pretty much all night. Is it four? I four think it's four a.m. But like yeah. you know, most people are probably going to be wrapping up. So, like, you didn't really see that. You didn't see a lot of craziness. You didn't see, like, yeah. just the streets flooded you don't have beyond, the hard like, cutoff. their normal... Yeah, like, the bars I've gone to, like, they turn the lights on, and they're, like... And the bouncers are, like, everybody out. And they're, like, pushing You're almost, like, treated like a criminal. Oh, yeah. They're You're pushing like, and shoving the people... Out. You can't be here anymore. ...out of the bar. Yeah. You know, they crack their knuckles. It's, like, time to shine, you know? It's, like, time to kick these drunks out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Just complaining. Yeah, it's annoying. That's what we have in my county. So, so how was Trump's w- visit to Baltimore? Uh, there were lots of protests. There really? were people dressed as rats. There were people that were like, you know, I'm proud of my people city. People dressed as rats? Yes, there were a lot were of people there, dressed as rats. Or was it like really big Baltimore rats? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on the news. It's hard to tell, but I think they were people. So, um, I don't know. They protested him, you know, Baltimore. What was he doing, a rally? No, he was. It was like a Republican retreat. Retreat. So it's, at it's local. The Marriott like Waterfront committee and mm. and elected officials. You know, it's the who's who's of the Republican Party. Yeah, and they're coming out, and then he's like the guest speaker. You know, to get the basically. You know, you have a you have a good guest speaker at your event. You're going to draw a lot more uh, people to your event than just. Yeah, the elected membership. You you want hundreds or thousands of people to show up. You know, I'm sure there's like a twenty, forty dollar, fifty dollar entry. Mm. You know, if there's dinner, it's more. Oh, it's probably more than that. Those yeah. Republican events are expensive, but um, yeah, it's weird he would do it in Maryland because like, you know, Maryland is dem- is dominated by the Democratic Party except for Hogan. Yes, we have a, we have a Republican governor, and everybody points to that. But it's like he's pretty progressive for a Republican. Uh, well, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, we had like our, type. yeah, at least. I mean, he hasn't cut the spending that he inherited. In fact, he's raised spending. I don't know. He passed the red flag. He helped pass the red flag laws. Yeah, he's been a yep. vocal anti-Trump guy. Uh, I don't know. I just I always think. Yeah, of wasn't him he going to run against Trump? Wasn't that yeah, like for I a minute? Was, I think for a minute, maybe. Yeah. There's speculation. Yeah. I don't think there was any seriousness from his campaign. Yeah. But yeah. Like the Baltimore Sun, the Capitol. I mean, they're they're like, oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But maybe based on what? Yeah. So it, it just, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me to really rally the troops in Maryland when you're 20, 80, 20 going to lose. Whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I think that's this is probably about it for tonight. Um, also, I'd like to remind everybody that uh, we have the Patreon, so if you want to help keep the lights on over here in Anarchy Basement, we actually do an after-hours program right after this one. If you want to gain access to that, just hit us up over at uh, patreon.com forward slash punkrocklibertarians, and for as little as a dollar a month, 
uh, you can gain access to the After Hours program. We also have t-shirts over at libertariancountry.com. And if you enter the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you will receive a 10% discount. Until next time, live free or die. That is shed Drenching the flags And the tax bombs in red Voices by a few At the expense of the many Soldiers and cards In a death machine You can't justify killing By economic gain For bad country And democracy You can put freedom In death point In a fine land To support the troops That bring them home Ah, believe the jokes We'll do the best for you And I believe that we have the power, have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave We can make the break Break the power, break the power Society owes individuals nothing More than not interference with natural rights